What's going on everybody? Hey, my name is Ben. Welcome to Off Script. It is pouring down rain, so I'm going to talk a little louder. Hopefully I'm not shouting. Like I said, when I do these, I do them in one take. Um, no rehearsal, no recording. I actually just finished up at the gym. Um, got out in my car and I'm sitting here and it's like, you know what, I'm in the mood to do a video. So I'm actually using my Uber driving mount that I have for my phone. Yes, I drive Uber. I'm an agent and I drive Uber. I guess it's my side hustle. Um, and it kind of tips into one of the point why I wanted to talk and um, what I wanted to talk about today. I want to give a little insight into myself and the way how I believe how it translates into my business and just kind of who I am, how I grew up, um, and the things I was taught. So first being why I drive Uber. So I am kind of, I've always been the guy that believes complaining is a waste of time. Um, I think I remember, you know, my brothers and from my dad used to tell me, you know, uh, for every minute you spend complaining, that's one minute you could have been fixing it. You could have been doing fixing it. So I guess that's how I am. That's how I look at it. So I looked at one of those ways when starting out as a realtor, you know, you work on commissions, you're not getting paid until 30 or 45 days after house closes, then you just got to get dispersed. And it's, it's varied. It's by commission only. It's not a consistent paycheck. So when I started doing that and I had to make that adjustment, I would sit and I found myself complaining, man, I wish I had money to go out tonight. I wish I could take you know, go out to dinner. I wish I could meet my buddies and friends out at the bar and have a good time and, you know, relax like they were. And it finally clicked with me. It was like, yeah, you're right. You don't have money. So why don't you go do something about it? You know, I could have sat at home and I could have pouted and it was like, well, you don't have money to go out. So that's not going to change tonight. Why don't you focus on a way you can fix that situation rather than just moping about it? So I started driving Uber and it, it worked out great with doing real estate. You know, I did real estate during the day. Um, if something came up and I needed, you know, some quick, quick funds, some money, I just hop in my car, turn it on, stop being a realtor for five hours, go out and drive, make the money that I needed, come back and keep going. Um, I could do it on the weekends. I could do it at night and doing it on the holidays is some pretty good money. But, um, Anyways, just circling back, I mean, that's, I, I translated that into my business. I mean, that's how I run my business. That's how I am as a person. Um, if you're getting dings, I'm sorry. I'm text messages middle of the day. Um, but that translates back to, I keep saying translates. It keeps going back to, I guess the point I wanted to make in this film is, you know, with me, uh, it's always been a joke, you know, that I'm, I'm so middle of the road. I mean, I have been told my entire life that I am too intense, that I don't show emotion. Um, I think the first time my family got a picture of me smiling was junior year of high school, maybe, and they caught me off guard. It wasn't fair. Um, but I've always been just a middle of the road kind of guy. Um, I don't get overly angry. I don't get overly happy. Um, Really, if you got a sideways smirk from me, that was as close as you were going to get to me saying that I like, you know, what you're doing. You're, you're making me laugh. You're making me happy. Um, so much so that growing up, my mom used to joke around. She called me Spock. So she said everything that I did was, was logical. She goes, she didn't, she didn't think I had emotions because literally, you know, the, 
something crazy and what would normally be upsetting to a kid would happen and I'd be standing there in a corner of silence just watching it play out and she'd ask what I was doing. It's like, well, I'm trying to think of how I'm going to handle this. I can do this. I can option A, option B. You know, if somebody could feel this way. Well, maybe they're bullying me because they're having a bad day. Like, it was just always something where I tried to look at everything from all angles. And I never really understood it. You know, and uh, playing football, um, I actually had coaches pull me out of practice and bench me and punish me because like I scored a touchdown in a game and I just crossed the line and I handed the ball to the referee and was like everybody was all excited and jumping up and down and going crazy and I just didn't care I to me I did what I was supposed to do there was nothing special about that and I actually got benched for not being excited or caring about the team's success it it just happened you know my entire life I've been told you know you need to be more outgoing you need to relax you know you don't get invited out on Friday night to go to your friend's house because you're too intense um, you know learn to laugh be happy and I took that to heart and it got brings me back to two things growing up you know I was trying to trying to find my place especially in college first time out on my own my parents weren't there um, and I kept hearing that. I kept being told, dude, you're not outgoing. You know, you're not fun. You need to relax. You need to change who you are. And I listened because I, so many times I've been told, you know, there's something wrong with you that I decided that maybe they're right. Maybe, maybe looking in a holistic approach, I may be thinking one thing, but they're seeing another and I need to help try and mold that. So I started trying to change and be more outgoing and talkative and show emotions and laugh. And what I found is when I did that, I actually opened myself up to the opinions of others. By trying to be outgoing and changing who I am and not listening to just my voice was the only voice in my head. It actually invited other people's voices into my head and started affecting my decision making. It started affecting my productivity, my goal setting. It started, you know, affecting all, all aspects of my life. Um, but there were there were two things that I wanted to talk about that that brought me back to that in the terms of, you know, how I run my business or who I am as a person as we're getting to know each other. Um, I mean, man, there was. I'm trying to remember the quote now. There was one thing I had seen. It was on a documentaries in Netflix. Um, they were talking about, I think it was like the world's like greatest photographers. But the one clip was talking about um, these monks. They, when they were in training, every every morning they would wake up and sit down and meditate. And once they were done meditating, they would do it in partners and groups. One would stand up, and for an hour non-stop scream at the other one at the top of their lungs and contradict everything that person said no matter if it was right or wrong it just contradicted they would start the guy would be sitting meditating and he would start with the sky is blue and it was just you're completely wrong the sky is not blue the sky is sunlight reflected off the ocean that's what makes it blue how stupid can you be and just attack 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 question everything and then they would switch. And it was very interesting to me because, you know, you think monks are peaceful and finding happiness and finding balance. And then one of the, I don't know what they're called, senior monks, one of the, one of the people that oversaw the facility actually explained it, that in order to find true balance, you must invite conflict. 
and it is not the conflict that is the issue, but how you handle yourself in that conflict that will that controls your inner peace and in such the environment around you. And that blew my mind. And I started being a little more open to that. And I started, you know, looking into just the monk's idea and everything. And it was funny because it actually tied back into something my mom had taught me when I was younger. She had told me, um, no matter what, don't ever accept because I said so to the answer if you ask a question why. She actually made me a promise when she was young, when I was real, real little, and actually she kept that promise to this day. She promised me that she would never, if I ever asked why, she would never, ever tell me because I said so. And if, on the rare occasion she did, she promised that it was because of the current situation, and that later on, when it was more appropriate, she would explain to me why she needed me to do what she told me to do and she kept it and it was amazing it made me i was so comfortable with asking the question why actually asking the question why is the number one cornerstone of my life um and looking looking at that you go into a, a conflict or a situation or something's not going your way why not only what do you want to do why do you want to do it what is important why is that important not the way somebody's behaving or acting towards you. If somebody's being hostile towards you, the question isn't what are they doing, it's why are they acting this way? Asking why and inviting conflict is the best way to dissolve conflict, to neutralize it, to stop it in its tracks and turn it from becoming an issue. It, you know, just, hey, it's a problem. Why is it a problem? How can we fix it? What are we gonna do? Done, that's it. And the second one I actually came I came across, believe it or not, was from World War Z, but then I looked it up and it was it's actually a really cool theory. Um, I can't remember how many if it was, it was five or seven people, but in World War Z they're talking that in you know in Israel that how could how did you predict this situation with the zombies attacking and you built this wall around your city before anything ever happened? And they said that they believed in a theory that on the board of elders, if say there's seven on the board. If six of the members unanimously agreed on something, it was the duty and the responsibility of the seventh man to disagree and then to spend the entire gap in between until the next meeting going through every single possible scenario that could happen to prove the other six wrong. And you know, it sounds ridiculous. You know, it's, you know, some things that could be super, super simple. Um, you know, should you, should you ask your parents, should you go to college? Six parents could be sitting there saying, yeah, absolutely. One who I ended up turning into myself, I would hear six people say, yeah, this is what you're supposed to do. My brain goes, yeah, nope, you're the no man. You're the, you're going to be, you're that seventh man before you make this decision for yourself in your life and you hear and you take the advice and the opinions of others, you need to sit down and go through every single possible scenario that you can think of and how this could go wrong. And I wish I had heard that when I was younger. You know, I didn't hear that until I was you know, 25, 26, I think, when that movie came out. It was the first time I heard it, but I really started applying it to my life there. Um, it's something I wish I would have heard when I was younger because when I was younger constantly being told you know you're not being outgoing you need to start 
you know, smiling more and being social and talking to people. And I took the other six people's advice. And instead of being the seventh man and asking if I changed my behavior, how will this affect my life? I just went with it. And it's something I've been spending probably the last two years trying to get back to is, is realizing that the only voice that I need to be able to hear in my mind is my own. That I can be open to conflict, I can be open to other people's opinions, I can hear what they have to say, but I need to be that devil's advocate in the back of my brain to understand that their perspective on my life is not anywhere near the perspective I have on my own. You think about it, your parents don't, nobody knows who you are, truly, 100% top to bottom except yourself, and that's only if you're honest with yourself and you aren't lying and trying to create an image to satisfy all the people around you. If you are truly honest with yourself and you know who you are, you are the only person on this planet that can say that. Not your parents, not your friends, not your wife, not your kids, no one is going to know. Because every second that you're alone changes who you are. And the only person there to experience it is you. So going back to business, how I apply this, um, when I'm talking, when I'm in negotiations, when I have an agent that, you know, may, may return to me and, and have a superior complex attitude or just be having a bad day or something like that. You know, sometimes I hear agents yell at each other and they're screaming and, and just, how is that being productive to the deal? Look, you want to sell a house, I want to buy, I want to purchase a house or vice versa. We both want to make this happen. Why are we treating each other so horribly? How is that accomplishing our goal? The better question is why is that happening? Think about that. Business life with your friends, with your significant others, with your family, whenever you are faced with conflict, stop and ask yourself why is this happening and if you don't have the answer ask the other person they may not have the answer either and you're gonna realize that it's a non-issue one of you is having a bad day or you said something that upset the other one and it's not that big of a deal and it just flew off the handle and do the same thing when asking for advice or talking to people anytime somebody makes a comment about what they think you should do be that odd man be that odd man in your own life that's it guys. That was a long one for being a spur of the moment in the parking lot of the gym, but you know, sometimes you just got to get it off your chest. I hope you guys appreciate it. I hope you learned a little more about me and I hope something I, you can take something away from what I said today and apply it to your own life. And if you can, I want you to go ahead and drop a comment below. Let me know. I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear your opinion on any of it. Good, bad, ugly. The entire point of this video is to spark conversation and help change opinions or an even better my own life. I want to hear from you. Thanks guys for coming to Off Script. We'll catch you next week.